Hey friends, welcome to Let's Be Clear. I am Clear Cherry Reeves and this is a podcast where we get clear, pun intended, about how to find a kingdom perspective in all things. No, really, all things. Whether it be about pursuing your dreams, finding hope and hardship, or just talking about Jesus, we will get raw and honest. I believe it will encourage you. Now, let's dig in. Happy Monday, friends. How's it going? Welcome to the second episode of Let's Be Clear. I hope everyone is having a fantastic start to their week, or if you're in the middle of your week or wherever you're at. Um, As y'all know, if you listen to week one of the podcast, we will be digging into a different word every week. If you missed last week's, I suggest going back and listening. We talked about the word diligent. And this week, we are talking all about kindness. This might be my favorite word ever or one of the top because I just think it's so crucial, especially in our world right now, but really always. But before we get started, let's refocus a little bit. I'm going to do this every week, no matter how cheesy it is. I made up an acronym for FOCUS, and I think it's important because we have a lot going on, right? And I'm sure you're doing, you're listening to this podcast amidst another activity, so I want to help you refocus. So F, fix your eyes on Jesus. O, open your heart to receive. C, calm your mind. U, unplug from distractions. That's the hard one. S, saturate your soul in him. Okay, so let's talk about kindness. Let me ask you a question. How much easier is it to practice something when it's trendy or expected? Okay, that was rhetorical. So much easier, right? It fits into our desire to make ourselves look good. It works with our schedule. It fits into the cultural norm. We like to give and show up when it makes us feel better about ourselves. And I realize it's kind of a harsh place to start, but I think kindness right now, or should I say the world's idea of kindness is trendy. It's on a lot of bumper stickers, t-shirts, and bracelets, and it is all the rage. It's popular to be kind because as a culture, we have become obsessed with tolerance. Now, don't get me wrong. Tolerance is a good thing. And I'm so thankful to see kind everywhere I go on the back of cars and t-shirts, like I said. But kindness due to tolerance is way different than kindness produced by truth. I don't agree with the statement, to be honest, that says, just just be kind. Let me figure out how to say it. Just, yeah, just be kind. Like, no big deal, right? It's not that hard. Because when we are kind, like Jesus is kind, it's not always easy. The kind of kindness that Jesus walked in was not a response that was based on who someone is in that moment. It was a reminder to them of who they are called to be. When Jesus treats us with kindness, it's through his lens of righteousness, right? It is not through our lens of achievement. We could never earn the amount of kindness he has given us, will give us, and has us stored up for our future. In other words, for us to live with his kindness, no matter how others treat us or what they say or how they react, we choose to see them through the covering of Jesus. That? is difficult, right? It's really easy to wear be kind on a t-shirt, but what does it really mean to be kind like Jesus was kind? 
The problem with our kindness being about tolerance or trend is that its basis comes from appeasing our own senses. We want to seem tolerant so we feel accepting and we follow the trend so that we won't feel excluded. But the focus is still us. But kingdom kindness, the kind that we get straight from the Heavenly Father, is only based on truth. It accepts people exactly where they are while calling them forth and to who they can be. This means that there's not one, you know, like particular um, parameter that permits us from being kind. There's not a political party. There's not a socioeconomic status. There's not a racial status. There's not a previous experience. There's not anything. Think about the life of Jesus. Did he ever have a pre-qualification for someone receiving his kindness? I mean, he sat with tax collectors. I mean, he didn't, he didn't just sit with them because they came up and said, hey man, can I, you know, he sought them out. He healed the rejected. He went to the leper that everyone else in society looked down upon. They ran away from. They deemed them just really a waste. He sought them out. He redeemed the murderers. He said, you know what? That is not who you are in my name. And he still extended his kindness. And then to top it off, he took the cross for us. And we betray him on a daily basis. He knows that so many times, I mean, I think about my own life and I think, oh my gosh, Claire, you so don't, des-. I mean, I think kindness and grace are, are directly linked, right? Because we can never deserve such kindness. But you know what I also love about the kindness of Jesus is that he's always protecting our future while he's providing in our present. So let me kind of explain what I mean by that is that he is never going to extend kindness to us in the moment to appease our temporary satisfaction or our desires or to make us feel good if it compromises our future. His kindness is everlasting. It's for it's for our eternity. It's for our ultimate good and for his ultimate good and for his holiness in us. And so sometimes that doesn't always feel like we are receiving his kindness. And then in hindsight, we see it, right? We can look back and see it was his provision. I think about the closed doors, say with job opportunities. And I realized at the time I was praying for that, but you know, it's like the song, we are so thankful for unanswered prayers because God always knows. He is the answer, but he is the one who brings the question to our hearts because if not, we wouldn't even realize he answered it. Think about it. He allows us to have this exploratory, like this, the questioning and going, hey, Lord, what, what is this about? Because if we didn't even realize that link between what we are facing and what's to come, we wouldn't realize his kindness that covers us. And while we can't be Jesus, and know everything and be everywhere, we can choose to emulate his kindness. Now, here's the thing. Being kind is sometimes, you know, it is like smiling at someone, um, stopping to write a note and actually put it in the mail. It is sending flowers. It is showing up to our friend's parents' funeral. It is all of the really hard things. It's also the casual day-to-day moments where we're just kind, but it's also the kindness that chooses to stay when it's easier to go, that chooses to speak up when it's easier to remain silent, or that chooses to shut our mouths when it's easier to speak up, right? Because here's the thing, offense is real and we are very human. 
When we feel genuinely hurt by another's words, put off by their silence, or betrayed by their actions, we don't want to choose kindness. And here's the hard thing. A lot of times, we don't even have to because you know why? Emotionally responding, the world wouldn't blame us. The world would tell us, yeah, follow your heart. You should say that. That wasn't right. That wasn't cool. But that's exactly when the kindness of Jesus is most necessary. Because these moments of harshness from others are opportunities to show others Jesus isn't like the world. And you guys, if, if we claim to follow Jesus, but our kindness looks just like the people who don't follow him, how is he any different? Right? We have to be that light in the darkness, that difference. There has to be a difference in the kindness that we extend. These opportunities are setups for others to be for us to be part of the healing process for others, right? And ourselves. When we step in and be kind and and do the hard thing and and kill our own flesh, we're like, gosh, I do not want to do this. But when we show up and we and we are kind because we know the kindness that we have been extended, our own soul is blessed by that. But before we can deny our flesh or offer like this deep kindness to others, we must first accept and receive it for ourselves, right? I mean, it's kind of hard to be kind when you're all frustrated or you're caught up in jealousy or you're torn up by bitterness or you're hanging on to sadness or you're worn out by striving. I mean, no good mood can be strong enough to turn that around. We have to first receive God's kindness and realize it's the gift we can't repay. I mean, that's the thing. It's when we stop and we actually realize the kindness that we've been extended, we will have no choice but to respond to others with that same kindness. I mean, it's overwhelming when we see how God has prepared us, when how he has positioned us, how he has provided for us, how he has promised for us, for our future, I mean, there's no way that we won't be able to respond in kindness, but it's that lack of awareness of the own kindness and grace we've received that makes it really hard to overflow onto others. So what's it look like to truly be kind? I mean, there's a million different ways, but really considering others before ourselves, trusting God's got us. We concern ourselves more with others knowing they are loved by Jesus more than we worry about whether we are liked by them. That is hard. That may sound poetic, but I want you to strip that down. Let me say it again. We concern ourselves more with others knowing they are loved by Jesus more than we worry about whether we are liked by them. Now, I am a people pleaser, and so that is difficult. I'm like, Lord, oh man, but can I have both? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. You know, that the thing is, is when, when we are this, we are saying to someone, I care way more about your relationship with Jesus because that is permanent than my reputation with you. And here's the thing is I've seen it in my own life. Eventually they do see, certainly not in our timing because, hello, God loves to humble us in that regard. It's always in his time frame. But people know when we are being kingdom kind, even if they are too prideful to admit it at the time. And in the same breath, kindness also means speaking the truth in love. It means, you know, not shying away from the hard conversations and standing firm. 
But Jesus was way more concerned about letting someone know that they were loved than he was with proving a point. Okay, I'm going to say that one also again. But Jesus was way more concerned about letting someone know that they were loved than he was with proving a point. It is important for us to be wise. It is important for us to be knowledgeable. It is important for us to be alert and aware of what's going on in society and all of those things. But if our main premise in showing up is creating a Facebook status to try and prove our intelligence or knowledge to a watching world, we will not have much impact. That's when we start to prioritize a platform or popularity or proving a point or principle over people. That is not Jesus, right? Kindness is way more concerned with the heart of the person than the point or their principle. It doesn't care about the platform or the power because the power belongs to Jesus. The platform is Jesus and the purpose is looking like Jesus. So how do we be part of the healing process for others and ourselves? We be unusually, confusingly, radically kind. I always say that if I could have one superpower, it would be to give everyone the eyes of Jesus. I mean, I just think if we could see everyone, how Jesus sees them, if we could see ourselves and the world and challenges and all of those things, it would conquer world peace, right? (laughs) I mean, I really think if we saw things how Jesus sees them, I mean, it would take care of all of that. And if we're getting raw, I mean, talk about let's be clear The person I struggle with being kind to the most sometimes, or actually most of the time, is myself. I always told myself that it doesn't matter if I'm kind to me as long as I'm kind to everyone else. But I've seen that no matter how much I try and pretend like it doesn't affect my other relationships, it always does. It affects my husband. It affects my sister. It affects my parents. It affects my friends. It affects you guys. It affects my ministry. I mean, it affects everything. If we're bleeding, we naturally, anywhere we walk, that blood drips, right? Well, it's the same with kindness. If we're not being kind to ourselves, our hearts are going to have a really hard time pouring out that kindness onto other people. So I'm working on it. Instead of thinking about every reason why I don't like my body or my appearance, I try and remember that it's my vehicle, right? It is graciously allowing me to go where I want to go. When I start to feel behind about my timeline or what I haven't done, I refocus on how far God has gotten me. And remember, my worth isn't tied to what I produce, give, or accomplish. I mean, this is literally why I made the scripture devotional cards, is I was having a really hard time being kind to my own spirit. And I realized that when I was declaring God's truth out loud, it, I know this is what's true for my spirit. My feelings aren't there. My emotions are having a hard time catching up, but I'm going to declare this. And I saw how much it helped and healed my own spirit. So I don't know where you struggle to be kind. Maybe you get tempted by the gossip train when you get around certain friends. Maybe you struggle with the inner critic and you're just always down on yourself. No one has to worry about putting you down because you've already done it. Maybe you feel bitter and frustrated by what's going on at your workplace or on your Facebook timeline or in the government or wherever. Maybe you want to respond and lash out at the random chick on Facebook who you will never see, so you assume it doesn't matter. But all these moments are moments to lean in and learn from Jesus that we will never, ever, 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 ever regret being kind. So 
Every week in the devotional, there is a focus tip, a very practical suggestion to help apply this word in our lives. And this week's is this. When you find yourself trying to avoid that certain someone, you know what I mean, remember kindness and turn around, talk to them. Give them your time and share the love of Christ. Trust me, this will probably come at a very inconvenient time, but that's the purpose of ministry. It's not meant to be convenient. It's meant to be transformative. So before we close up, I want to read um, two different scriptures and close up with our Monday prayer. These scriptures are awesome. I mean, if you just, if you didn't listen to anything else in this podcast, listen to God's word. This is where it's at. It says, we prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. 2 Corinthians 6, 6. And then this one says, Since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. Romans eleven six. It is all through the funnel of God's kindness that you or I have gotten anywhere that we're sitting where we are and that we're ever going to go anywhere, right? It's all because of him. And so I think the least we can do is extend that kindness to others. What does it look like to be kingdom kind friends? Let's think about that this week. So I'm going to close up with the money prayer. As always, if you want to close your eyes, you can close them. If you're behind the wheel, please do not. Um, And you always can find this on my Instagram if you want to see it written down. Thank you guys so much for joining this week. If you would love to be kind, um, you can also subscribe and share on your stories. Let me know you're listening. That would mean the world to me. Okay, let's get started. Dear Jesus, thank you for the gift of another Monday, the sunrise, the sounds outside, the soft greeting of the morning. You never fail to let me know you are as close as the breath I have. As the week begins before me, will you help me posture myself at your feet and humbly ask for direction? In the big and the small moments, show me how to focus on kindness in my interactions with others and the way I speak to myself and the everyday moments and challenges I face. Give me eyes like you, supernatural vision, so that I can see beyond what's on the surface and I can see the beauty in every person and every place. And when I notice that beauty, I want to express it with boldness. Make me interruptible. There is nowhere more important than exactly where you want me to go. You guys, did you hear that? There is nowhere more important than exactly where you want me to go. Yes, Lord. My schedule is yours. Multiply my time. Receiving your kindness is like honey over my soul. It soothes the deepest parts of my heart, and it makes me feel safe. What a gift. Thank you for taking care of me. It allows me to extend myself and not worry whether I will be okay. Generous, loyal, and kind. What a father you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you all have an awesome rest of your week. And um, go be kind. Find somebody. Be, Be unusually, confusingly, radically kind. It'll change them and you. I promise.